0: Everybody and welcome to today's episode of Kiwi's in business I'm really delighted to have my special guest Tessa Livingston here with me today. Tessa is a speech and language pathologist and she specializes in voice she helps people with pathological voice, gender affirming voice, accent modification and accent training for actors. Her passion is helping others gain confidence through enabling their voice to reach their full potential. She's also a trained actress and a professional speaker, and she started her business Voice Cares at the end of 2020. She's here today to share with us her personal story and to share with us her goals for the future of her business. Hi Tessa, thank you so much for joining me today. It's so lovely to see you. It's so lovely to be
1: here. Thank you, Linda. I'm very excited.
0: Oh, well, look, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And I haven't actually had anyone like you before. I haven't had anyone that specializes in what you specialize in. And we will obviously jump into that soon. But before we do, I wondered if you could just give a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure.
1: So uh, I'm a redhead. Very exciting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, represent.
1: Got to represent the redheads. Uh, so, yeah. Redhead. I'm a born and bred New Zealander. I'm from the bottom of the South Island. Now, a lot of people don't know where I live. So, I live in a small town called um, Tapanui. But uh, the closest sort of town we've got is Gore. So, pop, people often think I'm from Gore. I'm not. I'm from Tapanui. And it's a lovely little town. And I used to work in the Four Square there. Oh. I used to milk cows down there. Nice. All kinds of things. So, yeah.
0: A real southern girl. So Tessa, what brought you up to Auckland? Because you've been living up here for a few years and I'm sure it was a bit of a a transition for you coming from the southern South Island. Yeah, no, it was a bit different. So I, um, I
1: went from Tapanui, which has 900 people, very very little, and uh, moved to Canterbury for five years first to study my um, my speech and language pathology degree. But once I'd finished that, I decided I wanted to do some acting and see how I went at that. And I came up here to Auckland to do the uh, the actors program. So I, uh, yeah, it was weird though because even even Christchurch is still very, uh, you kind of know half the people. And it's it's just Auckland was massive, and it took me about a year of wandering around to not to realise that people didn't know
0: who I was. Right. Yeah. That was really strange. That would little <laughs> strange, not, not being recognised on the street, um, and just that the small town vibes that you would have had in other places you didn't find here.
1: Yeah, it was really strange. So now it's kind of the opposite. If I bump into somebody up here, I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. We're, that's really strange. Whereas when I go home every other person you see Either knows your mum, works with your dad. Uh, you went to school with one of their brothers or sisters. Like there's just yeah, it's um it's very very close knit down there. So yeah,
0: it's funny that you say that you're you you know you're recognised on the street down in the South Island where you you know where you grew up and where you studied because you're also probably recognised on the street a lot in Auckland now because you are on a TV ad and you keep popping up on my screen. So can you tell us a little bit about the TV ad that, that we might recognise you from? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So um, that is the Carlo Meadow Fresh yogurt ad. And uh, if people do recognize me, that's so fun. It's happened a few times, which is super cool. But if people don't recognize me initially... If you say it's the ad with the donkey in it,
0: people are like, "Oh, I know that one." Oh, that's so cool. Are there any other little acting things that you would have been in that we would recognise you from, or that you're working on at the moment? Yeah, well, um, I did do one for Taco Bell, but
1: that's only airing in um, in the US. It's not airing here, and uh, I'm in it for about point four five of a second. Wow, which that's quick. That's cool. all good. It yeah. pays the bill. It's awesome. But no, uh, what I'm actually starting in at the moment, it's not quite acting, but it actually sort of is. I've, um, I've just recently been signed with an agency, uh, Word of Mouth, for doing voiceovers and commercials. Mm. So I'm officially a voiceover artist as
0: well, super excited. Congratulations. And I, that doesn't surprise me considering your line of work. So let's go into what your business is, Tessa, because I know you recently launched uh, a business called Voice Cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us all about that. Awesome. Yes, I will. So, um, voice cares
1: is basically my way of caring about other people's voices. It's such a it's such a hard thing for people to decide. You know, we our voice is how we communicate and how we share with one another. Yet people don't know how to how to fix it when it's hurt or how to express it fully. Um, and I and I'm just so interested in everything that's involved in voice. So mm. yeah, I started a business to start helping myself help other people. So I've got this mm. really cool new website, which i built. I'm very excited about that.
0: On your oh own, own oh God, you. <laughs> I know. I yes.
1: was I, I thought it was going to be the most horrible experience. And it turned out to be really fun. So I've got this website and and I'm really, you know, looking into finding people who just want to fix and make their voices better. And there's a few categories that work in with that. So mm. Um, I do public speaking, public speaking courses, and helping people get, you know, get their message across, be more confident on stage, all of those sorts of things. Yes. Uh, I work with pathological voice as well, so that just means voices that are broken or sore. I do that through a company called Auckland d Group, and they have you um, know, throat surgeons and specialists, and I'm their voice, one of their voice therapists there. Oh,
0: um, wow.
1: So that's pretty cool. Mm. I also work with transgender voice, which is just absolutely amazing. So uh, I mostly work with male to female. So male transitioning to female, and I help them feminize their voice and make sure that they're, the way that they present themselves physically and their appearance, making sure that their voice matches. So um, so wow. that's something that I'm really enjoying doing, and it's amazing. It's really amazing.
0: What a fascinating line of work. You know, I can imagine that you're dealing with so such a range of people
1: huge range of people i have some uh early teens late teenagers i work with people in their 70s it's you know i've got people all across the board and from all kinds of different areas um i also do some articulation training just recently i was helping uh, a young girl fix her r so she can't couldn't make r that sort of sound so i was helping her um make that make it nice and clear Mm. Uh, accents for actors and performers Mm. i have anything anything to do with i'm just so fascinated by so anything i can get my hands into
0: okay lovely and i mean you speak well yourself and i know that you can do quirky accents from different countries <laughs> around the world I've heard you do um, a Bronx a- accent which was oh yes I did that one a little while ago oh my god <laughs> so you're you're that's that's a challenge and it's in its own really so you've got all these different skills but from what I'm understanding what prompted you to start the business um, voice cares was that you really wanted to give back and help people speak clearer and feel more confident 100% I t-
1: that's exactly what it is because I've had my own issues with my own voice uh, yeah it sounds great and lovely now but there was a there was a large chunk of time where i didn't know how to express myself properly i thought that the only way um i should speak is in a polite lovely high voice and this is how i talked and i giggled at the end of all of my sentences and you know and i just had this this voice that was kind of trapped in this space and i couldn't figure out how to how to have sounds that maybe weren't quite so pretty mm-hmm. or. Um, when my voice didn't work because i love to sing as well when mm. it didn't sound right or my voice couldn't do something it wasn't that my voice didn't know how to do it, it; was that i didn't know how to do it and i was terrible and so there was this horrible mashy kind of feeling of my voice doesn't work therefore i don't work or i'm i'm not good enough and lots of people experience this they they mash how they feel about their voice and with who they are as a person and that happens a lot because communication is so, you know, our voice is who we are. Yeah. What i help people with is to help kind of separate that and then go, actually, it's okay. Your voice can sound all these different ways, but we need to start separating it just a little bit because if you step back from it, it actually becomes easier to use. And that's what I've found as well, that I've decided, yeah, it's a muscle and it's, it does all kinds of different things and I'm just going to let it do what it needs to do. And then it started getting better. So that's kind of what, Brought me towards voices that I had issues with it myself. Really,
0: I would have never have known that unless you told me. <laughs> so, and did you come across the problems yourself, or did someone point them out to you?
1: I Came across them myself. So, what I found was that uh, my voice was very highly related with my stress. If I started getting stressed, my voice would get quite um it would get quite tight, and it would start sort of sounding like that. And I almost had to hold down on my own neck and help everything on the inside you know get a little bit lower and feel a bit easier yes. and it was really distressing because at that point I was you know I'd started work as a voice therapist and my own voice was really struggling so um yeah it's been a it's been a journey but mm. it's getting so much better and knowing that my voice is related to stress mm. I me mean, if I start feeling stressed and my voice starts to go I actually need to get back and take a look at what's going on so yeah it's quite an um It's really good. It's a really good, uh, as a a dear friend of mine says, um, she calls the voice a diagnostic tool. Uh, and yeah, so the voice is a really good way of actually figuring out how you're doing.
0: Amazing, well you can hear it in someone's tone of voice if you pick up a phone and ring a friend and they're going through a stressful time and you haven't seen them for a few months, you can actually sense it through their voice. So I guess that brings us to the next question which you've touched on in some ways but you know how important is it for people to use their voice correctly and just going to that next level is it to do with the spiritual like inner voice because that's how you're feeling that's how you're portraying yourself and whatever you're putting out through your lips is coming from your inner self
1: yeah 100% and that's that's what can be really interesting so what we can sometimes work with is go from sometimes training the physical can help the physical voice can help work through Backwards, kind of into the internal voice, you know, that whole like fake it till you make it kind of thing. So, you know, if your voice is there and it's strong and you've worked on it, you're going to eventually start feeling that way. You mm. can also go from the other way and start figuring out, you know, what that internal voice is saying to you and start going back in that other direction because if we can figure out where the disconnect is, we can make that external voice mm. stronger. And if we're talking about um, spiritual voice, which is a thing that I'm starting to look into. It's all talking about um, how to release that chakra point, um, the throat chakra, and how to to let things be free and how to let your voice express how it should.
0: Yeah, Mm, interesting.
1: Me as well, which is uh, great, but I'm really looking forward to developing that and helping more people express themselves more fully.
0: I'm sure that will be really well received by a lot of people as well. Um, So will that also kind of translate into helping people with singing and their singing voice? I'm a terrible singer, but I know there's probably a voice in there somewhere, right? Yes, there is. There
1: is. (laughs) Um, I don't believe that anybody's a terrible singer. I just believe that people haven't yet figured out how their voice sings. Okay. your way of doing it yet? Yeah, because um, even if I, if anybody, if I go, Oh, hey, can you just hold ah for as long as you can? and someone goes, Ah, that's singing,
0: yeah, you're right. And the, mm. the, there's a bit of vibration, is it a vibration therapy that comes into that as well? You know, in terms of using your voice correctly and getting those vibrations can help you feel healed in all aspects of your life,
1: yeah 100%. Singing is so good for that, and vibration is such a massive part of it. Mm. So, we think, of you know. The world being made up of energy mm. if we can create an energy by using vibration it can help heal and lift all kinds of things there are lots of people who work with um mm. like singing therapy and it's absolutely incredible mm. me personally i don't work with singers because uh well i can work with singers on certain things i can work with singers on making sure um that their speaking voice is healthy a lot of the time a singer's voice their singing voice is fantastic but then they stop using their amazingly prepared, wonderful singing voice and they go back to using maybe um, a slightly disordered speaking voice.
0: Okay. And that's
1: where the troubles can come in. If, yeah. I, if I can learn to be a singing teacher, that's next on my list.
0: <laughs> wow, wonderful. You're a busy lady though. How are you going to put this all in? <laughs> um, so, look, what tips would you give to our listeners about simple ways that they can use their voice more effectively and to their best potential? Yes,
1: hundred percent. So, um, I'm really big on vocal health, uh, making sure that, you know, simple things like breathing through your nose keeps your cords, um, a little bit healthier because you know, we're not getting, the nose is filtering out all of the stuff that's in the air and it's making the ear warm before it gets to your cords. Mm. And then they're super nice and happy with that. Uh, but the two main things, if people are looking to communicate a little bit better, my two top tips are, Learning to breathe properly, Mm. because oh my goodness, are we a generation and a race of breathing into our chests and then not being able to think properly, not being able to get the amount of oxygen that you need for your voice. If we're really short on oxygen, our voice can get really tight and tired. Breathing is super important. It also helps you to communicate better because you get that extra Mm. influx of oxygen, and then you can say what you need to say. Mm. The other thing that I think people really need to work on, and this one's really, really fun, is um, the amount people move their faces.
0: Right.
1: So what I mean by that is that lots of people, and I know you can see me right now, but lots of people, and I'll try and demonstrate it. So I stopped using my lips so much. And my voice has already got a little bit harder to listen to. I'm a little bit duller in the way that I speak. It looks
0: like you've had a lot of Botox. (laughs) You're not moving your face at all.
1: (laughs) It's me trying to suppress my face and stop it from moving. (laughs) But, you know, like, and it's so wonderful because feedback I get about myself as a speaker is that my face is so alive. And it's because I move my lips, I use my cheeks, and I make sure that every sound that I'm making internally with my vowels and every consonant that I make inside my mouth has the best opportunity to be heard
0: because my mouth is open. Yeah, and you're using your face very expressively. You're all about expression, and I can see that when you're talking. It's just, yeah, yeah it's really affecting the way the words um, come out. And it's, it's lovely. It's really lovely. So that's another tip then for listeners is, is, is express yourself with your face yes
1: a really good way to do it is to go into the mirror and say something so just have a look at yourself it doesn't have to be anything major like your name where you live something you did today and then try it again and just think about moving your lips a whole heap more and it looks really weird but by doing that we're just elevating the way that the face is moving we're giving it more opportunity for your voice to actually be heard. And sometimes when we are using our cheeks and using our lips more, our voice actually naturally gets brighter mm. because it's almost like uh, that old saying, um, if you talk with a smile, you sound fantastic. It's yeah. the same thing. If you move your face more, it sounds like you're talking with a smile and the voice mm. is just
0: naturally brighter. Nice. People
1: love into to bright
0: voices. Fantastic. That's really good advice, Tessa. Anything else? Oh goodness, <laughs> anything else? Um, yes, I would definitely
1: encourage if your voice is feeling tight or it's feeling tired, to take a rest. And then if the voice isn't getting better, you need to go and talk to somebody because we're so willing as, uh, as Kiwis, as New Zealanders, yeah. to not have it looked at. I don't know whether that's a cultural thing or um, what it is, but people just seem to put up particularly teachers in new zealand they are just willing to put up with having a sore voice Mm. and that's something that i don't agree with so my other top tip is that if something feels sore and if something feels wrong know that there are people like myself out there who absolutely care about it and want to help you make it sound better or want to help you make Mm. it easy because if your voice hurts you don't want to talk you don't want to share you don't want to do so um that would be my other one which is definitely more on the vocal health side of things yeah
0: I really like that that's really important you've painted a picture of helping lots of people what have been some of the great pieces of feedback that you've had from your clients over the years there might be a one that stands out you know you really transformed someone's life with the work that you do can you give us an example of that
1: yeah of course i can so um i just recently had a transgender client who was just an absolute delight to to work with who um who came in with an extremely heavy chest resonance voice and when i say that if you think about the way that a man speaks uh it's that really heavy low sound Mm. and she she went from having a heavy low sound to a media just a medium kind of in the more androgynous range and she (laughs) She shared with me that when she was out in public, because people often get confused about her pronouns because she dresses as a female, but she sounds masculine. And she shared with me that she went up to a counter.
0: Yeah.
1: And the person, she, she said what she wanted, and the person said, yeah, of course, miss. They used a female wow. pronoun for her. Mm. And she said it was just the most amazing thing because her voice is no longer the thing that's giving her away.
0: Oh, that's... Yeah. life-changing so again it, it comes back to giving people confidence and empowering them with their voice yeah absolutely
1: there's so many ways you can use and shape the voice and if i can do anything to make anybody's experience with their voice easier i'm in and i'm so keen to listen because everybody's vocal experience is so different so many things influence it and to to have wonderful feedback like that um, yeah. i had another person who uh, does uh, professional speaking as a job, they they talked quite loud mm. all the time and their voice was getting really sore because there was too much pressure happening on those cords. And, mm. really hard. and they said to me that because they've stopped talking so loud, they've actually found out that they've discovered how to be a better listener. No longer the person in the room that dominates yes. and backing off from them. They're now the person in the room that knows how to, t- how to listen and communicate on a level that people are happy with all because of the volume, mm. that was it, it was all we shifted, mm. so this person now can communicate
0: better with people mm. because
1: they're no longer too loud or doing something that they were completely unconscious of.
0: I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like that that don't even realise, and listening is a huge part of communication, a very important (laughs) part, so if you're (laughs) able to tone down, I suppose, your voice, and tune Mm. into people around you, and be more aware and conscious of your communication style, it's going to be beneficial for everybody, right? Yeah, it's
1: massive, it goes both ways, if you've got someone who's too loud, they dominate, people don't know how to talk to them, if you've got someone who's too quiet, People dominate them and interrupt them with their their own voice. So um, just bringing those things back up to balance. Yeah, I love it.
0: Now, just a little bit more about your business. So how long have you been going with Voice Cares?
1: I have been going with Voice Cares since late November 2020. So... Just over six months.
0: Right. Very exciting. And what have been some of the most, I guess, rewarding moments for you so far with starting a business? And I'm just talking about the business side of things here, not Mm -hmm. helping people. Cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the most rewarding thing was um, actually believing that I could do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was... That was a really hard thing to to accept initially. And the day that I published the website, all I got back from people was, this is amazing, this is incredible. Why haven't you done this sooner? And so actually that was probably one of the best things because it gave me such a vote of confidence. And what I'm really liking about it is that it's actually giving giving me the opportunity to figure out what I really do and don't want to work with. That Someone might approach me with something. And because it's my business, it's, it's what I love to do. If I don't think I'm the right fit for this person, I can say, hey, look, I'm not the right fit for you, but I can send you somewhere else. But if they are the right fit for me, then it's so exciting because they've found me. So I love feeling like I have control over um, who I work with because it's important for me to give someone the best experience. And if I'm not going to be able to give them that, I'm so happy to pass them on. And I think having business is, is it's really awesome for that
0: you can pick and choose who you want to work with and yeah, then referring yeah. on is a big thing in business so if you refer on to other people they refer on to you and and it's a nice way to to, to do to build a community as well yeah, yeah
1: absolutely i think it's i think it's a real testament to people to be able to say when that's not something that they know how to work with or it's not something that they can work with yeah. and that's what i really appreciate about other business owners is that that's what we're up to. We're not in the we're not in the practice of um, tricking people into things or making them think that we can do things when we can't. So that's that's what I love about it, because I get to make sure that everything I put into it is hundred percent.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Great. So look, let's just talk about the future. If you look at voice Cares now and where voice cares might be in ten years' time, have you got a vision for where you see the business going?
1: Yeah, I do, I do actually. And what I'm actually working on at the moment is a um, is a vocal health course for teachers because it just astounds me uh, how much work they have to do for their voices. So I'm in the process of developing that course, and that's something that I'm hoping is really going to take off and make um, and make the business really, really effective because it's something that teaches me. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. I'm starting to develop courses that people can come into Mm. and get something really valuable, something they can take home with them. I'm all about functionality. I'm I'm not about someone coming to listen to me just to get some information. I want them to practice it. I want them to be able to take it into their day, and I want it to be effective. Great. So that's where I'm going with that. But I'd also, you know, I'd love to have – I'd love to have books, I'd love to be doing one-on-one sessions, I'd love to have my own podcast, that'd be so great. You'd be great. Um, I want want to spread the care of voice as far as I possibly can Mm. and get people really thinking about that part of their body and how the way they use it or don't use it affects them. Mm. So I'm kind of looking for it to get quite big, fingers
0: crossed. Well, I'm so excited to be here talking to you today at the start of the journey, because it really is just the start, and I know there's big things ahead for you. So Tessa, if people want to find out more about how you can help them or help someone they know, or yeah, just spread the word about your your business, where, where's your, where's your web, what's your website and how can they get hold of you?
1: Yeah, awesome. So I have my lovely website, uh, which is voicecares.net, and um on there i have a contact page i also have 15 free minute consultations so if you're not quite sure what you're up to you can book in a session with me and we can have a chat for 15 minutes see what you need and then we go from there so um yeah you can contact me through um through my website on my contact me page Mm.
0: so that's voicecares.net voicecares.com. Awesome. Totally, absolutely. I'm also on Instagram yeah. as, um, as just voice voicecares. Oh, that's great. Well, we'll definitely be all connecting with you after this. Lovely to have you here with me today. And thank you so much for spreading the word, literally, um, about what you do, because I think it's just wonderful. And I wish you all the best for the next little while with your business
1: thank you so much and it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today i hope to do it again
0: (laughs) yes we will and i may hear you on your own podcast who knows you can come on my podcast yes let's do that (laughs) awesome thanks tessa thank you